Warning. The following podcast contents material that could be deemed offensive. You'll hear explicit language, jokes in poor taste and overall crude humor. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. Well, maybe he just has manners. Yo, baby, you have your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat? That was the one joke they didn't repeat in the movie. What? I said that. Hang with these, episode 104. I said that was the one joke they didn't repeat in that movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll get, we'll to, get to that. A little yes. tease for later. Yes, we will. Uh, yeah, I'm your host, Ease. With me, as always, Dylan. Uh, again, we are... Two, Starting a little early on Sunday. Yeah, two two weeks. Right? Two weeks since our last show? I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah we didn't do one last week. Yeah. Um. And yeah, we are recording a little bit early. Uh, I'm sure by the time you listen to this, you'll know why. Um, but, you know, sometimes the universe has a way of kind of just showing you how things are going to be. Okay. You know, when, like, for example, you, you know, make statements after watching uh your beloved football team with literally half of its defense out shut down and and beat the hell out of arguably the greatest quarterback of all time it's to, not arguably to, to bring your oh i could argue it but <laughs> uh to bring your team to 2 and 4 and and, yeah. and you see you see light at the end of the tunnel and you you have that that hope that okay Dolphins, Eagles, maybe if we can split that, we will be all right. But then the universe goes on to show you over the course of the next couple of weeks that that Tom Brady is not Tom Brady anymore. Yeah. And that Tampa is is kind of bad at football. Yeah. And and then your uh rookie supposed to be franchise quarterback makes just Two back-breaking mistake interceptions against the Dolphins, including one that that was potentially on the game-winning drive, and you lose that game. Mm-hmm. And then the team like teases the return of T.J. Watt early, and, and it doesn't happen. And the Eagles, yeah, which are currently are currently kicking the ever-loving shit out of the Steelers, thirty-five to thirteen. And it's not that close. No. Um, that's the universe's way of saying, sit the fuck down. Yeah. Use the light at the end of the tunnel analogy. Well, in the words yeah. of the great James Hetfield and the shitty football coach Dan Campbell, yeah. sometimes it's just freight train coming your way. Yeah. You didn't watch Hard Knocks, did you? Uh, most oh, you probably half saw of that it. clip. Half of okay. it. Anyway. Um, but yeah, it is, uh, <clears throat> it's bad. I don't know that TJ Watt could have made a whole lot of difference in this game. Uh, bottom line is our our offense is terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, the only 
the only slight bit of hope that I cling to is that maybe this performance is bad enough that Matt Canada is not our offensive coordinator come two weeks from now. The rumors around town this week was that if they were going to make a change, it's going to be a poor performance and the bye week Mm -hmm. to get Mike Sullivan up to speed and and have him take over. So uh, literally that is the only bright spot that I am hoping for after watching this debacle. Um, Kenny Pickett has not looked good at all. No. Uh, But – Bottom line is, I I got to reserve judgment on KP until he gets a real offensive coordinator because this system doesn't work. Um, you know, hats off to Matt Canada for the nifty little fake. Or it wasn't even a fake. It was a fourth down, uh, what, fourth and one, basically fourth and goal from the one or yeah. two and a little jet sweep that turned into a clay pool to Derek Watt touchdown pass. You know, so, yeah, good on you, but. I literally, I literally said to Nicole because I think you were in the kitchen. I'm like, that's the one good, because th- they showed Canada like cheering. I'm like, yay! I did something right for once. Like, that's pretty par for the course. And and then the they went for it, or not went for it, called a fake punt deep in their own end zone or end of the field, and got it, which then subsequently only turned into three points. So, um, George Pickens has zero catches as of these words right now i don't know if that's how it's going to end but uh, i know he's had a few targets but the bottom line is when you got a guy like him he's got to be in your game plan and there's another sack that's what the fourth time i think so yeah yeah our offensive line has uh (laughs) mightily regressed I mean, they were doing fairly well in pass protection this season up until this point, but today, not it. Uh, and Najee had his longest run of the season of 18 yards, and I think for the rest of the game he probably has four. Yeah. Um, it's it's just bad all around. Uh, we have a bye week, but at this point, I'm I'm ready to mail it in, man. Yeah, two and six, I – yeah, I, I don't. We're not coming back from that. Yeah, and Jalen Warren continues to look good when he's in there. Um, I, I'm not on the bench Najee for Jalen bandwagon just yet because I do think Najee is a very, very talented player. What about the trade Najee for picks? Train again. I'd have it. It needs to be a pretty good offer. What about a two, three, and a five? I'd probably do that. Okay. I really I really like Nods, and I, I think if he were to go to basically anywhere else other than maybe Denver, that he would be thriving because if you watch, yeah, he dances a little bit, um, but the bottom line is he has to make a move as soon as he touches the ball Yeah, uh, because our offensive line cannot run block to save their life. So I don't know what he's doing right now, if he's under a contract, but I would literally offer Mike Munchak to to write his own fucking check, like to come back and Mm. coach this offensive line. Oh, oh, Mike Munchak. For some reason you said Mike. I was thinking Mike Malarkey to be our OC. I'd take that too. 
I bet. <laughs> yeah, um, I, our offensive line coach is fucking horrible. I, I don't know what he, what his coaching style is. And there's a tipped pass that is picked again. Do you want? Do you want to change that to red zone so we can see maybe games that are still in question, fucking relevant? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. You're closer. Oh no! It wasn't even tipped. It just he overthrew him. Mm. So, yeah. Uh, again, we have the bye week, and then we have the Saints. I mean, let's send that back over there. All right, thank you. It's the, rebuild year. The sad thing is, looking at the second half of our season, there are teams on there that, going into the season, you thought, mm, "Hey, they're going to be fucking good," and now you look at their and they're not right. Like we, there is a path legitimately to win out the rest of the season. Now we won't go down that no. path because it's just not going to happen. But when we get TJ back, we'll see. But here's what I fear. We're going to be bad enough that we're, we're not going to threaten a playoff team, but good enough that we're going to land right back in the middle of the fucking draft. Yeah. Pack and not really, I'm sure that's almost exactly what will happen. Yeah. That's kind of, that's to be honest, seven and 10 or, you know, somewhere along those lines. Cause I could, I could see us squeaking out five more wins, maybe six, which would be eight. And I'd have to look at the schedule. Eight and nine. Now. Yeah. And a few bounces go our way. We could possibly get to nine and eight, but I doubt it. Um, touchdown Carolina I know they won't do it I'm kind of sort of the reason I asked about Najee and the week before I asked about Claypool I'm not against doing I want to say a fire sale because that means get rid of everybody but certain there's certain guys that have value that I think we could get rid of that in the long term would could be really helpful especially with if those picks line up like Claypool like Najee, um, I think I asked you this in the preseason. Uh, what about Cam? Or do you want to keep him around just so that there's, you know, a sort of winning mentality on your defense still, even if he's only here maybe one more year after this? Yeah, I'm not getting rid of Cam. Okay. That presence, that leadership, like – He's still playing at a very high level. I mean, it's not like you're you're hanging on to him for sentimental value. The guy still brings it every play, and as long as there's no major drop off there, yeah, I, I don't, you know. I just want to see the score: thirty-one twenty-seven Dolphins. Lions doing what the Lions do. It looks great in the. Well, they're still in it, I guess, but. Uh... Yeah, I mean, still we're in my opinion we're only a few players away in a few positions from being contenders again yeah i, I yeah. firmly believe that and that includes naji uh obviously we need to overhaul the offensive line get a little more defensive line depth inside linebacker and and maybe one or two studs in in the secondary i know that seems like a lot but not really uh, when it's you really it. yeah it's it's really not um i'm, I'm not 100% sure where we're going to stand as far as the cap goes. 
Um, and maybe in the off season you could move Claypool because I, I just, even without Claypool, I still feel good about our, our weapons with Muth and I do too. Pickens, yep. Deontay, and uh, who knows about Calvin Austin. That was the other kind of surprising move. They designated him for return, and then his 21-day window expired on Saturday, and they, they're they not going to activate him. Huh. And it Tomlin alluded to the fact that he just he wasn't ready – to play in the NFL, not because he's hurt, but maybe, maybe he's just not grasping the concepts or whatever. Sure. Or I don't know, maybe Tomlin doesn't want to corrupt his mind with the absolute shit offense that Matt Canada has installed is, is my hopes. But, um, I, I ever, I got to keep reminding myself though, that I'm spoiled. Yeah. It, this is hard. Like I've, I know. I'm trying to do that yeah. for you and I'm Hunter like, and Rod because you're not used to it. And I'm I'm like Ricky Bobby. I, I don't know what to do with my hands. Yeah. Um, because I don't know what to do with a losing football team. Even the like the last couple of losing seasons we had with Cower back in the fucking Stone Ages, uh, early. Well, two- I think we talked about oh four because we went six and ten, and that's how we got Ben. That's right. Yeah. You're right. Um, and it was also no, it wasn't Cowher's last season. So yeah. yeah, was what was Cowher last year? I think they went eight and eight. after the but after they won the Super Bowl. That's what I just said. Cowher's last year, the eight. You think I think they went eight, eight and eight. eight yeah. It's either eight and eight or seven and nine. I can't remember, but it might have been seven and nine. Either way, yeah. Either way, the last like Cowher only had I think two losing seasons, and they were both not horribly bad like yeah. six and ten is still like you got a you got a few yeah good players on your team it's not like they were three and 13 to you know something yeah. like that so even then like we were going into games still thinking we could win right we didn't so like now watching this team i mean yeah uh, deep down part of me thinks oh if this happens this happens this happens we have a chance but realistically going into like today's game, for example, is like, there's yeah, no I, chance we're winning this yeah. game. Not the way Philly is playing. Um, and, and the, the weirdest stat to me though, is that Pittsburgh has never won. Well, since 1970, I think mm-hmm. it is. Pittsburgh has never won in Philadelphia. That is nine, yeah. nine now about to be 10 and Oh, Philly is at home when Pittsburgh comes to town. Wow. Well, they don't play that often, but like you said, right. 10 games, but yeah. And the last time the Eagles played Pittsburgh and they were 6-0, and they lost to a rookie quarterback. Yeah. Big Ben's rookie year, yeah. Yeah, we know what happened there. Uh, but yeah, really just not not a lot to get excited about today unless you're an A.J. Brown owner in fantasy because he yeah. made a killer Weatherspoon uh it's like take your child to work day because he yeah and the the coverage wasn't bad right on on all three of those touchdowns everybody can talk about Witherspoon having a horrible day he was there every like Jalen Hurts literally was dropping dimes like right in the basket where it had to be could Witherspoon have made a better better play on the ball or in, in the first case Minka uh, yeah possibly but again couldn't ask for a better thrown ball it yeah. was right there to where only one of two things was going to happen a, a completion for a touchdown 
or maybe the receiver or the the DB can if he finds the ball can knock it away. Other than that, I mean they were perfectly thrown balls. So yeah, on paper it looks like Witherspoon had a fucking horrible day, but I think it's more of a testament to how well Jalen Hurts is throwing the ball right now and he's gonna blow this whole Alabama quarterback thing away. Yeah. Uh if he continues and Hey, he did transfer to Oklahoma. True, true. You know, he had Lincoln Riley as a coach for a year, but Although Lincoln Riley's track record with well, I know we've talked about yeah, this before, decent. but who wasn't there one Alabama quarterback? Oh, Namath, right? What Namath Alabama QB? Namath and Stabler both went to Bama back to back. Gotcha. Oh, and Bart Starr back in the day, even further. Ah, uh, but to that point, there hasn't been an Alabama quarterback do anything in the NFL in a very long time, right? And uh, they finally got one, it appears. What's that text say? Okay, from oh. Ashley. Okay. So, yeah. Uh, it's not a good day or season, for that matter, to be a Steeler fan, but, hey, that's is what it is. Think about it like this. Two years ago, about the same time, I was practically on suicide watch as a Michigan fan because it was very, very bad and dark and <coughs> awful. And then the next year they won the Big Ten title and went to the playoff. And that's in college where you don't get draft picks. So you never know. Get a few new coordinators in there. Definitely. That's the other thing, too. Defensive coordinator, Austin, would you bring him back? Oh Yeah, only because it's his first year. I'm going to say no because we have a probably a better defensive coordinator on our staff already. And Flores. If Flores wants that, I, I mean, I don't. I think it's gonna be hard for him to get a head coaching job because of the lawsuit. Yeah, you're probably right. So um, I mean, he took what a linebackers coach position. It would stand to reason. Hey, you want to stay here and get promoted? Yeah. Anyway. If that were a, an option, like if Flores is like, yeah, I'll, I'll do it, then yes, I would say, okay, let's let's kind of change direction. The only reason I say I'm gonna I'm, I would give Terrell Austin a pass this year as it sits right now is because he lost the Defensive Player of the Year yeah. in fucking Week One, and what they did against Tampa and I know right now Tampa's a bad football team, but they played very well even against a struggling Tampa offense. Mm-hmm. Those guys that you know literally were scraped off the practice squad played very well, and I got to think Terrell Austin has a hand yeah. in that. Um. But yeah, if if Brian Flores says yeah, I'll, I'll become the DC. Sure, but I, I give Terrell Austin just a little bit of a pass for the simple fact that a he's stuck with fucking Devin Bush and Robert Spillane. Although to be fair, Devin Bush is playing well, mm-hmm. not pre-injury levels, but close. You know, at least it's not a complete wasted year for him. I don't. I still don't think he'll be back. No, I don't either. Um. So again, you you get healthy and you plug a couple of key components in there, and maybe Terrell Austin is a good defensive coordinator. But uh, but yeah, to I I would take Brian Flores if that you know is the option. I would be okay with that. Other than that, no. Let's just let's ride it out and see what happens. Uh, as far as the offensive coordinator goes, I don't care if it has to come from Rooney himself. He has got to force. Tomlin to a 
fucking fire Canada, like, before they get on the bus today. And B, if Mike Sullivan, if they do fire Canada middle of the season and Mike Sullivan doesn't provide a hell of a spark, go outside the organization. Find an actual offensive mind, not just some fucking quarterback coach that, you know, has been in your system. It's obvious that the system doesn't work. Bring a guy in that is excited about the weapons that Pittsburgh has and, and do something that, you know, teams haven't seen from Pittsburgh in a few years. That's my biggest complaint is you watch these games. The whole defense is literally within 10 yards of the field with the exception of maybe one safety because they know we're not going to throw beyond those 10 yards. Right. It's like w- literally we we could fucking coach a defense against this offense because <laughs> they're that predictable. Like right. Dan Orlovsky tweeted this week after watching the Dolphins game that there's no way you can convince me that Pittsburgh runs more than 10 plays on offense. And to me, that's pretty telling. Like this is a guy that that's all he does is watch film and break stuff down. Yeah. And for my money, one of the best out there. Can I <laughs> let me play devil's advocate for a second? Sure. Uh, I heard something in the past couple weeks. I can't remember who it was or what the context of it was, but someone it was one. It was a story told secondhand. They asked about, "Hey, what was it like playing Bill Walsh in the '80s with the Niners?" And he goes, "They'd run twelve plays all game, and you couldn't stop it, and that was it. They would just run them from different formations." And LSU when they had Joe Burrow that year statistically the greatest offense of all time was kind of similar. They would just run the same concepts over and over, but do it from different formations to kind of give it different looks. Okay, cool. I don't think we do that. Yeah. I, I, I literally don't. I think everything is ran out of the same basic formations and stuff. Um, not only that, the LSU thing, those are college kids. Yeah. They're going up against, other college kids. Other college kids, most of which will never play in the NFL. Right. You know, granted, they were in the SEC, so they probably faced more NFL caliber players than the average college team, but still, yeah. they're college kids. And San Francisco, you're talking about the 80s yeah. when defenses were pretty basic. Mm-hmm. True. It was, you know, you, you guard this guy, you guard this guy, and, you know, things are – and the athleticism is – far greater than it was back then so i i don't even think a mind like bill walsh could be that successful against defenses in the nfl today. yeah maybe i'm wrong but that's just me you know different eras different styles of play different you know like i said different levels of athleticism in the defense mm. you know you got you know until like, like the mid 90s when the whole fire zone and all that stuff came into play. And now, like I said, you got guys, you know, defensive linemen coming out of college running a fucking four, three, four, four, forty. It's maybe not four, three. I was going to say, um, still but, fast as shit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Much, much faster than anybody ever was back then. So that being said, I, I do take solace in the fact that we 1000% will not lose a football game next week. Yeah, I guarantee that. (laughs) And then we have the Saints, which, again, the homer in me, it's a winnable game, but we'll see. Saints are actually – Did you see what they did to the Raiders today? I was just about to say that when I 
when I say that, and then of course they shut out the Raiders twenty four nothing. So and that's with the the red rocket Andy Dalton throwing two tuds. That was a coach's decision, by the way. Did you hear that? Oh, was it? Yeah, Winston's Jameis is, is good healthy, to go, but they wanted to go with Dalton. So, wow. Anyway, so yeah. Uh, looking around the league, the Thursday night. Obviously, we had the Bucks and Ravens, and we talked about it, you know, before we came in here. Uh, we're we're literally watching a Peyton Manning esque cliff dive from Tom Brady. I know he's had some, you know, they're struggling running the ball and he's had some drops, but Brady has shown flashes, but I've watched a lot of his last three games and you're seeing a lot of dirt balls. Yeah. Like receivers are open and he's just, he's dropping the ball five yards on the ground in front of him. Like it's, I don't know if it's a physical thing where he just can't do it anymore or maybe he's 45 so yeah and, and maybe it's a uh i'm sure there's a lot of things going on in his head right now yeah you know they did uh officially announce the divorce here what friday something like that yeah, yeah i think it was friday like the, literally the day after the the or the bucks lose to the ravens which subsequently was the first time since 2002 i believe that uh tom brady has lost three straight games that he started and i believe the first time ever that they've been this far that he has been this far under 500 when he was healthy Mm. on a team and you're not on socials anymore so you haven't been able to see it but antonio brown has been absolutely relentless in posting pictures and memes of Giselle, like with Antonio's face superimposed over Brady. Uh, he posted one where he superimposed Brady's face over Antonio's body jogging off the field. Like almost every day he posts something on Snapchat or Twitter, basically roasting Brady mm-hmm. and uh, a reporter on some podcast, or whatever asked him like, why are you, you know, why are you doing this? And, AB's basic response was like, we all go through some bad things. Like, what? <laughs> like this is a guy who went above and beyond and out of his way to rescue your career when you were starting to implode back in, with the Raiders with the whole I want to wear my own helmet yeah. thing. And, and Brady made it happen to get you to New England, which obviously didn't work out because you're a psychopath. And then he brings you to Tampa, gets you a Super Bowl, and then – you quit on your team middle of a game, middle of a fucking series, actually. And then you shit all over Brady. Like he's out of his fucking mind. He let him live at his house yeah. in Florida for a couple of weeks until he got settled in. Like I, it's, it just baffles me. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but yeah, bucks dropped to three and five. And the sad thing is, or I guess the good thing, if you're a bucks fan, they're still well in that division. Yeah. It's trash this year. Like literally, they they could have ended the today in first place had a couple of things happened. Although by the looks of things, neither one of those is going to happen, and that was the Saints and the, <clears throat> and the Falcons both losing. And as it sits right now, though, you, obviously the Saints shut out the Raiders, and the Falcons just went ahead of the Panthers, who 
with P.J. Walker and Dante Foreman are beating the Falcons, or actually now trailing the Falcons 31-28, but have been in the game for the entire game. And who would have thought that? Yeah. Considering where the, the Panthers were just a few weeks ago. Yeah, pretty clear P.J. Walker is a better quarterback than Baker Mayfield. Yeah. yeah. Or or Sam Darnold, for that yeah. matter. Um, yeah, I mean, is this – is Baker done then? As a starter? Yeah. Do you think team? So you think somebody would pick him up as a backup? Yeah. I mean, I guess yeah. I'd probably take a run at him as a backup, not necessarily with us, but uh, just going around the rest of the league, the finals as we speak. The Lions roar to a fourteen to nothing lead on the Dolphins, and uh, Ann Campbell's squad drops another one because, like the name says, Ann Campbell has got no D. Yeah. So 31-27, the Dolphins get the win there, moving to 5-3. and three. I feel so bad for the Lions. I do, their too. Their offense just seems like they are so powerful. And, and Weren't the last couple weeks, to be fair. Yeah, true. I mean, they still put up 27 points today. Well, I know this week, but I'm talking Right. About no, I get it. But I'm just saying, when you, got, when you put up 27, you expect to win more games than you lose. But yeah. their defense is just abysmal. Uh, other finals, like we said, Saints beating the Raiders 24-0. Andy Dalton leading the way there. Uh, P- Patriots beat the Jets. Again, there's another team that cannot, for the life of me, figure out who right. the fuck they are. Mac Jones got the start there, and uh, Zach Wilson has lost for the first time this season as a starter, despite throwing for 355 and two touchdowns. Oh, can't blame him then. Yeah. Uh, so that drops the Jets now to five and three, and the Patriots right on their heels at four and four. Uh, doesn't matter because there's another team in that division that's uh, probably not going to fall fall back to them. I wouldn't think so. Yeah. Uh, other final from this morning over in London: um, Jaguars drop one to the Broncos. Jags now two and six. Broncos three and five. Russell Wilson actually had a decent game. Uh, first half was pretty bad. He, he threw a bad pick early, uh, only mustered seven points in the first half. And then, uh, of course, he only got 14 in the second half, but he looked a lot better in doing so. And the, the Broncos defense did a pretty good job of slowing down uh, the passing game of the Jags. Couldn't slow down Travis Etienne, though. 156 yards, and this comes right uh, the week, or the first game, I should say, after trading away um, James Robinson. James Robinson to the – Jets. Jets, yeah. So there's your finals. Um, a couple other games are getting ready to wrap up here shortly. Like we got, uh, it is final now. Eagles have defeated the Steelers, thirty-five to thirteen. Jalen Hurts finished with four touchdowns. Uh, at least that'll be good for my ESPN fantasy league. <clears throat> Uh, Falcons are up 31-28 with 40 seconds to go. Looks like they got the ball back. Is that what I'm seeing? Yeah, they're getting ready to kick a field goal if you look down. The Falcons are. Yeah, that's what I just So it'll said. be 34-28. So the Panthers will have a shot, but they ain't going to have a whole lot of time left. Um, Bears got, got down early. Looked like they were about to come back, and then Dallas just. No. Yeah, basically said no. Uh it's 49 to 29 and that is officially going final 
And I look like a genius because I started Tony Pollard today who went for 131 yards, three touchdowns. Mm. Dak Prescott, 250 yards passing and two touchdowns as well. And C.D. Lamb had a touchdown catch. And looks like the Falcons made the field goal. All righty. Uh, Cardinals and Vikings are have been in a pretty good battle all day. About three and a half minutes to go. Cardinals got the ball. It is 34 to 26 Vikings in the lead there. Dalvin Cook having a really good game. Kyler Murray having a very strong game, which is kind of surprising, being how Cod has been officially <laughs> released. And if you followed any of that story, uh, somebody actually charted out a thing, a path showing that um, Kyler Murray's statistics are, are down when Call of Duty has events oh, like wow. XP with double XP weekends and whatnot. I'm not sure if it's double XP this weekend. I don't know why it wouldn't have been. It was the fucking release, but uh, in any event, he, he maybe hasn't picked up the sticks yet, but uh, they're still losing. So there's that uh, Texans Titans are underway there. Uh, I got to think Titans are going to win that commanders and Colts. Now this is an interesting story here. Commanders with Taylor Heineke, as we know, handled Green Bay last week. Like, it wasn't even close Mm -hmm. as the score. And the Colts have completely gone off the rails, benching Matt Ryan. Initially, they said he had a shoulder sprain and that Sam Ellinger was going to start. Well, then they come back and said, even if he was healthy, he's he's now the third-string quarterback. So they're paying their third-string quarterback, what, close to $40 million? Uh, I think that's the total contract, but I don't know what it is. This I year. think his cap hit this year is close to forty. He, I think he's as far as what he's getting paid this season. I believe Matt Ryan is the highest paid quarterback in the NFL right now. You might be right. I don't know. I, I think so. Colts just can't seem to find the next guy. Yeah. Like when 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 Luck retired, like they are. Uh, they're nowhere near the Browns level of quarterback jersey names, but I've seen, I don't know if you saw the meme or whatever, but there's, since Peyton Manning left, like the list is getting pretty fucking long. Yeah. Uh, especially in the short amount of time that it's been. And now here we go again. We got Sam Ellinger starting. Um, Nick Foles will be the backup, and Matt Ryan will be the inactive third quarterback. Thoughts? Uh, you got to see what you have, I guess. I mean, yeah, if, Matt Ryan's—he's been a turnover machine this year. Yeah, when um, he's good, he's good, but that's been few and far between. Yeah, so I, I, I don't think it's a bad idea. I'd probably do the same thing: punt on this year. See what you have with Sam. Maybe he's a pleasant surprise. If he's not, then you know, pretty heavy QB draft this year. So, here's my only argument against that, though. You're in the AFC South. Yeah. You're not out of it by any means. You got the Titans at four and two. You're at three and three and one. Who else? The Texans are not a factor. And who's the other team? The there? Jags. And the Jags are not really a factor. You're in second place in your division by only a game, game and a half, whatever the case may be with the tie. But. Oh, my God. What the fuck just happened? Oh, Panthers just got a bomb, took the lead. Oh, tied the game. With the kick impending. 62-yard touchdown pass. Wow. Wow. 
That wasn't a Hail Mary situation, right? It was that was I don't believe so. That was just a fucking huck it chuck it football, I believe. Yeah. Well, was, according to that, there's only 28 23 seconds left. Yeah, they see this the ESPN app hasn't even caught up to it, so Unless, Uh-oh. what's the flag? Looked like the Falcons had 14 people in coverage. Right. Well. Double coverage, DJ Moore comes down with it. Hmm. Great catch. Anyway. So did they announce what the flag was? No, still not yet. I don't know what. I don't know if they're talking about it or what. But so anyway. <coughs> yeah, but back to the Colts. I mean, I know you're not winning the division with this version of Matt Ryan. But keep in mind, Jonathan Taylor's been out for two weeks. Yeah, I mean, they still have Hines and the other kids. So, I mean, they still have a decent running game. So, I don't. Yeah. I mean, I, mean, I, I understand Ellinger what you're is, saying, but, man, I don't know that I would. Ellinger is a far more athletic quarterback than Ryan as well, so maybe he can escape some of the pressure. Ryan's yeah, their beaten. offensive line is horrible this year yeah. compared to what was subsequently known as the best offensive line in football last year. Yeah. And, and they are not looking good. And Ryan, like I said, is I don't know if he's leading the league in time sack this year, but it, it's up there. Right. But he's also committing some really bad turnovers. So I can kind of see both sides. To me, it's, I mean, we'll see. But I don't know that I would come out and say, this is my guy and for the rest of the season, no matter what. Because now what happens if you need Matt Ryan and you've basically made it public that this guy sucks so fucking bad, he's going to third string. He missed the fucking extra point. I think there was probably excessive celebration, which pushed the extra point back. Wow. Oh, he took his helmet off. Yeah, you can't do that. Nope, that's a 15-yarder, so that would have put it back to the 40. 40? Where do they kick from? Don't they kick from the 30, or is it the 25? 25. Is it the 25? Which turns it into a 57-yard extra point. Something like that, yeah. Yeah, that's costly. Yeah. You just went from winning the game to now you're going to overtime, and if... I know anything about karma. The yeah. Falcons, have, they were going to win. Yeah, but the Falcons blowing leads is a integral part of their brand. Yeah. So. <clears throat> All right. I didn't go back and do the math, but somebody posted a meme, and I can only hope that it's true, but they posted a meme that said, Matt Ryan has been the Colts' starting quarterback for exactly 28 weeks and three days. <laughs> wow. That's hilarious. Even if it's not true, right. it's still funny. Either, yeah. I, like I said, I hope it's true because then it's funny. Uh, what else we got? I think that kind of covers it for the NFL today. Well, I mean, but the, I, there were other stories that I wanted to talk about. 
Oh, we were talking about, yeah, Commanders, Colts, uh, 49ers, Rams. This will be Christian McCaffrey's first real game. No, he played last week. Can I finish? What do you mean real game? I... Well, because he got there the day before the game last week, and they literally just threw him in with a couple of patch- packages. He will now have had a whole week to digest the playbook and will probably see significantly more playing time. Okay. That's what I was trying to say. Okay. If you would have let me finish, you insolent prick. But uh, playing the Rams, I, I don't, I don't know. That, yeah, uh, that whole division's I don't know. I don't, yeah, you, we don't know which team's going to show up on on which week. Like, you, if you tell me right now the Forty ers are going to win by three touchdowns, I'll believe you. If you tell me right now the Rams are going to win by three touchdowns, I'll believe you. Yeah. Like you don't know who's going to show up on a, on a day-to-day basis with those teams. And then we've got the most marquee quarterback matchup of the week with Daniel Jones taking on Geno Smith. I would say Aaron Rodgers versus Josh Allen. I, it's a joke because oh, okay. they are both playing out of their minds. They are both playing very well. Um, and, and who would have ever thought that that was going to be a very important no big shit. game? Between those two quarterbacks, Giants of course six and one. Seahawks are only four and three, but Geno Smith, it you know those three losses aren't on him. Like right. he has looked great, um, so that that'll be a fun one to watch. Uh, and then Sunday night, as he so rudely pointed out, Packers and the Bills, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, they're on on the struggle bus. Not not quite the struggle bus that Pittsburgh's on, but. They're only a couple of buses ahead of us right yeah. now, uh, and the Bills just look like an absolute unit. I like what Josh Allen said. I think it was Al- – no, maybe it wasn't him. Maybe some other Bills player earlier, earlier in the week said, you know, everyone's picking us to, to win this game. Um, that's still Aaron Rodgers over there, so let's, you know, let's not just act like we're going to walk in and win. Yeah, I, again, it's one of those – if, if you came in and told me that I'm, I'm – from the future, and Aaron Rodgers is going to win this game. I believe it. Yeah. It's fucking Aaron Rodgers. But the eye test tells me that the way that Green Bay has played over the course of the last few weeks, there's no way in hell that they're going to just magically turn it on against Buffalo, who is finding their stride. Mm. So, no, I, I, I agree with you. At this point, I'm just hoping for a good game. Mm. So... I'm sure we'll update other scores and whatnot as we go. But um, before we jump into college, looking forward to week nine. Another fucking awesome Amazon matchup. The uh, Eagles, who just beat the hell out of us, are taking on the Texans. Uh, Chargers, Falcons. Dolphins, Bears. Pant, Jesus. The schedule maker took this week off. Panthers, Bengals, Packers, Lions, Colts, Patriots, Bills, Jets. Might that be might a that's the be- first yeah. good game you actually mentioned. Yeah. Vikings, Commanders, Raiders, Jags, Seahawks, Cardinals, Rams, Bucks, Titans, Chiefs could be a good one. That's the Sunday nighter, and then the Monday nighter is Ravens, Saints, which could also be a good one. But yeah. Yeah. Not not a great week for the uh No. No. The men's league next week. All right. So, 
Moving forward, uh, college football happened. Not a lot of great uh, matchups. No. Some of them turned out to be decent games. Right. Um, like Utah and Washington State. Utah got a little more than they, they wanted, I think. I don't know when. Washington State, State scored 10 in the fourth to make it a close game. Not sure how close. I think I fell asleep with that game on, so I don't. Yeah. Um, Florida, Georgia went about as expected. Georgia went in 42-20. to 20. Uh, Ohio State, Penn State. Uh, Penn State gave them all they wanted yeah. for a while. Uh, although it started really bad, if Penn State doesn't turn the ball over twice in the first quarter and and go down ten nothing, we could be talking about a different game. But uh, Penn State pretty much dominated the second and third quarters, and then just pretty much fell apart in the the fourth quarter. Yeah, I mean they scored seventeen, but that's only because Ohio State scored twenty eight, and they had to keep scoring yeah. to kind of try and keep up. But yeah, it just it wasn't I, in the cards. And I was pretty encouraged by that game for three quarters until the fourth quarter happened. I'm like, ah, fuck. But and then uh, what the hell's the guy's name? Tua Maluau, Luau, I believe is how you say it. Tua Malau. I'll take your word for it. Either way, a defender for Ohio State was just everywhere. Yeah. And every time Ohio State's defense made a big play, it seemed like it was him. Uh, he had. Two what? Two picks? I'm not. Mistaken. I think one was a pick six too. Or maybe it was a fumble. Yeah, yeah. No, he did have a pick six. Yeah, he had two interceptions. He also had two sacks, a fumble caused and recovered, and then tipped a pass that a team teammate came down with for an interception. Like he had a season. Yeah. In one game, and and you could argue single handedly won that game for Ohio State because. Those turnovers in the the fourth quarter, I mean, really kind of sealed the deal. It yeah. was the game was was still pretty much controlled by Penn State at that point, and then the mistakes just started piling up. Next thing you know, they were down two scores, and yeah, it's fucking lights out. Uh, other news in college ball: Tennessee looking like just an absolute juggernaut right yeah. now. Beating Kentucky forty-four to six, a ranked Kentucky team too. Yes, number nineteen ranked Kentucky. Uh, nobody cares about that game. Uh, TCU, <laughs> TCU wins forty-one thirty-one. Number seven ranked TCU over West Virginia. I'm more surprised that West Virginia put up thirty-one against TCU. Yeah, uh, but now jumping back, you know, Michigan, Michigan State. Um, which has been cause for some heartbreak for you over the the last uh, several years. I laughed so hard. You're four and ten, I believe, against them since Mike Hart made the little brother comment. Yeah, yeah. But you won this week, and yeah, I I I laughed hysterically when it was, I think it was seven to twenty two, and Michigan State was punting, and there was trouble with the snap. And it didn't turn into a touchdown, but punter got tackled, and we got the ball at the five, scored the next play. So wasn't that was for the game, wasn't it? That the original, yeah, play you're talking about, like yeah, the game was over. They were up, I think, I can't. They were up, didn't matter. With like eight seconds left, all you have to do is get the punt off. They fumble the punt, try to pick it up, loses it, returns it for a touchdown. Michigan State wins. Yeah, yeah, yeah that. That's basically been the clip they were showing all week. I'm so fucking sick of seeing that clip, dude. Like I've and and the guy, 
in the bright yellow yeah. maze shirt or whatever with Which his hands on his head. Which has become a meme. So yeah. Anyway, we're not talking about this that game. We're talking about this game. And uh, yeah, I Michigan State, you know, came up big time for a rivalry game. Um, still, you know, Michigan State can or Michigan can run the ball well. We know that. That's awesome. Now I'm worried. You yeah. asked me last I, two I weeks was, ago. Yeah. Now I'm worried. I was, I was gonna bring that up, but I. You played maybe the worst. Well, definitely the worst secondary in Power Five. One of the worst secondaries in FBS. I, why isn't JJ lighting it up yet? I don't. Yeah, he did. He did not look great. Yeah, um, Blake looked great. Run Blake, run game still there. Yeah, Blake's Blake's a dog, but that's, uh, that's not going to get it done and come playoff time if you make it that far. Well, I'm worried about Columbus first. So. Yeah. And you better be worried about fucking Illinois too. Illinois, yeah. 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 Um the other thing that I'm worried about we have the best kicker in college football. I still don't want to ki- have him kick five field goals. Yeah. In a week. I I don't know what the fuck is wrong with this team. We get down to the red zone and just can't fucking score. I I just that needs fixed too. Yeah. But. I I watched I watched most of it um to be fair. Again, I was playing Call of Duty, so I was oh, watching it. Okay. I was watching it on a, on a slightly bigger screen than that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, the, the red zone struggles are real, and and just the passing offense mm-hmm. in general, they're gonna figure something out because yeah. they've got some big big games coming up. Yeah, uh, two of which obviously at the end of November that are going to push their limits. Yeah, I don't know if they're trying to save some stuff. For that game, which wouldn't surprise me, but yeah, I I still think it's a winnable game, but I'm not. It's not. I think. It was well, I mean, the, I don't know. It's the number one defense in the NCAA. I I don't like your chances. Oh, you're talking about Ohio State. <laughs> but even no, even that game is. I still think Michigan will win, but still, that's that's going to be a hard game too. But. Oh no, we'll get there. We'll kind of see what happens. Um, got the Paul Bunyan Trophy back, which is nice. Uh, Michigan State. Mariota just threw a pick that they returned for like fifty yards in overtime. Oh wow. Um, Vikings won. Um, the fucking. What I did not like was ten Michigan State players assaulting a Michigan player in the tunnel after the game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That looked. Yeah, and you watch the video. It's. Have you seen the video? Most of it, yeah. Okay, yeah. It's the, the only thing I question, and again, there's no excuse for what Michigan State ended up doing, but if you watch the before mm-hmm. when they're kind of in a little scrum on the field yeah. and they're holding Michigan back. Yeah, and Michigan State is going through the tunnel. Mm-hmm. That num that guy number one for Michigan. I don't know who he is. I actually can't remember his name. Either. He literally just goes skipping, skipping, literally mm-hmm. skipping up into the whole line of Michigan State players, and you see him disappear into the tunnel, yeah. surrounded by white jerseys. That's pretty stupid. Now, yeah, a that's stupid, but I. Guarantee you, he said. Some oh, shit. I'm sure. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure. That being said, he didn't deserve to be beaten by ten guys. Yeah, yeah. ten of them. And 
I think Harbaugh even said that he thinks he has a broken nose. Yeah. So. At, at one part of the video, there's definitely two guys just kind of going to town on him. I don't know that 10 of them kicked the shit out of him, but at least two. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, that'll be interesting little investigation. I, I got to think there's more camera angles back there. Maybe not, but. I'm not sure. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what's going to come out of that. We also had a video of the Michigan State coach hitting a fan on the way out. But to be fair, as he's walking out of the tunnel, the fan is leaned over the railing and just grazes the top of his bald head. Mm. And he just kind of violently swings his arm back, knocks the guy's arm away. It's not like he punched him. Yeah, in the that's, face that's no big deal. That's. But, um, speaking of hitting people, did anything ever come about of the Alabama player? No. Who definitely like slapped a woman in the face? No, of course not. In Tennessee, okay. For whatever reason, I'm not hearing anything from ESPN or Fox Sports about it either. It's just Carolina for the win. Timeout. So, uh, what else we got? Oregon blew out Cal. Th- this was the surprise of the day. Yeah, K State. With a backup quarterback. I did not know that. His first career start goes for four touchdowns and beats the number ranked eighth. Ninth. Well, ninth Either way, yeah. team in the country. Not so. just beats him, shut him out. Yeah. 48 to nothing. Yeah, he got carried off the field, too. That was a. Oh, nice. That was pretty cool. So, um, Another big surprise Louisville blows out eight. Tenth ranked. It. Getting older, need you to. Got to fucking zoom in on that, man. I can't read that shit. I uh, can read it with my glasses. You're just getting old. It's time well, for some bifocals. Well, I, I need a pair of glasses too. So, um, so yeah, that, that was yeah, also doubled them up, more than doubled them up. Forty-eight, twenty-one. Uh, USC got all they could handle from Arizona. Yeah, that was surprising. Uh, Notre Dame beating up on Syracuse was another. Did big he miss surprise. it? Certainly looks like he missed it. Yeah, he missed it. Wow. The game continues. Um, yeah, Ole Miss escapes Texas A&M. Notre Dame, yeah, the upset of Syracuse. Did not expect that. Illinois still looked good against Nebraska. Yes, they did. Scrolled down. And that's pretty much it for yeah, Chase games. Chase Brown is a fucking guy. I, I watched a lot of that yesterday. You don't lead the FBS in rushing yards unless you are. Yeah. No, so. he, he's a stud. And, so. and Tommy DeVito... I don't think he's going to win any Heisman's, but he's a very good game manager. Doesn't make the big mistake, and just let that defense eat, and they do right. eat. That's like, what Cade McNamara did last year, and they won the Big Ten title, and went to the playoffs. Yeah, so, nothing wrong with game managing at times. Yeah, so. everybody's talking about Michigan and, and Ohio State, but I'm telling you what, with a defense that good and an offense that doesn't like to turn the ball over, yeah, don't sleep on them, man. Uh, Illinois does play both teams this year, though. Yeah. So. No, we don't play Ohio State. I thought you guys No, did. We, we went over this last week. Oh, okay. We play uh, – I know we've got Purdue coming up. But you would – We play Michigan State, Purdue, Michigan, Northwestern. Okay. But so if, they would have to beat them in the Big Ten title game, though. Uh, yes. Yeah. Well, so. no. No. If Michigan wins, I guess, yeah, you wouldn't have to. All right. So you're already conceding. <laughs> Well, I'm assuming we would have they... to beat Michigan twice. If, if what's this we shit? 
I've always been an Illinois fan. You know that. I just haven't had anything to talk about for, oh, I don't know, my whole fucking life, pretty much. Okay, let's... With the exception let's, of when they had Richard spin then fall. Okay, let's skip back to less than a month ago, and you said, you know what? I'd probably root for Michigan against anyone except for maybe Florida, because, you know, they're my team. We have audio of it, sir. But that was before I knew that Illinois' defense oh, was so amazing. Okay. Look, I mean... Any other, like, yeah, I would, I would totally, I'll root for Michigan against Ohio State, but I'm, I'm still an Illinois guy. I just haven't had a reason to be an Illinois guy. Uh huh. Um. So, what do we got next week? I, I, I don't know. Uh, the best defense in the land. They have Michigan State. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're talking about college football, I guess. Well, this is this is college, college football, football but yeah. um. Well. Before we go into next week, we can talk about this because I just saw something that there were no other. The only thing I did notice that there were a lot, I don't know, a lot, but there were a kind of high number of upsets involving the bottom 15 Yeah, that that's... lost. Right. So looking at the rankings, and we're going to see the first playoff rankings tomorrow or Tuesday? Tuesday. Tuesday. And I, I don't expect it to be any different than what we see right now in the top four. Right. Um, being Georgia, t- Tennessee jumped up to number two, so they leapfrog Ohio State This in the AP. Uh, they stay at number three in the coaches' poll. Um, but I expect the top four in the CFP to be Georgia, Tennessee, Ohio State, Michigan. I don't know why or how it could be anything else. I mean, I think I saw... You could, if you were a fan of Clemson, argue that they deserve a spot. But, again, looking at the teams that the other four have played, I can't see that being a thing. Um, When I was watching pregame for the Michigan game, Booger McFarland gave out his top four, and he had Clemson above Michigan. I'm like, whatever. Clemson still has a lot of problems. Yeah. And with, like, uh, the previously uh, mentioned – upsets of the bottom 15 that moves Illinois up four spots, three spots, four spots, three three spots, spots. three spots in the AP five spots in the coaches poll. That's, that's exact opposite of where they were last week. They were 18 in one or 17 in one poll, 18 in the other. Mm. And now Illinois is 14th in the AP and 13th in the coaches. Um, Penn State obviously dropped. LSU climbing up as well. They'll probably get knocked back down after losing to Bama next week, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Wake dropped 10 spots in the AP poll, nine in the coaches. Mm. Who are the new newbies? Oh, Liberty. Wow. Liberty, Oregon State, UCF. Interesting. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, looking now, like you said, to next week's games. Week 10. God, this fucking year is going by so fast. Yeah. Uh, Oregon State, Washington, Ohio State playing Northwestern. Oh, God, pray for Northwestern. Texas Tech, TCU. Northwestern gave up 20 points to Iowa. Oof. What the fuck do you think Ohio State's going to do to them? Yeah, that's not going to be good. I'm going to break the fucking scoreboard. Um, Carolina, Virginia, Tulane, Tulsa. Tennessee, Georgia. That's That's the big boy right there. Yeah, that should be a really good game. Um, both those teams look just like juggernauts, really. I'm trying to think who I should 
Fuck, who should I root for? Well, I, I don't as see... As far as college football playoff goes, obviously. Because they're in the same division, so they're not playing in the title game. Or the SEC championship game, so... Yeah, the I mean the the loser of this is in a lot of trouble because they don't they won't have the SEC title game to make up any lost ground. Yeah, they better whoever loses better hope that the winner beats Bama in the playoff in the SEC title game. Yeah, and, to try and, they're, and get in. they're gonna need other more help though. I don't I, think so. I I don't know, man. I, I guess it depends what happens in the championship games. Also, kind of depends what happens if Tennessee, in Tennessee. Uh, yeah, and how they look. Like if Georgia beats Tennessee by two or three touchdowns, I think it knocks Tennessee out. Perhaps pending future yeah. games. Uh, if it's a super tight game, I could see number two Tennessee dropping to four. Mm-hmm. But then still, say Alabama beats Georgia in the SEC title game and they're sitting at number five, I could see them leapfrogging yeah. Tennessee and, and like Georgia dropping to four. And, it, and it, you know, this is a huge game. Yeah. Potentially the loser of this game, depending on how things play out, could be out in the cold. Right. Um, or you still have Clemson hanging around. Exactly. That conference isn't very good. So, yeah, if they finish un, unbeaten and look good in doing so, it's going to be hard to, to leave them out. I mean, this isn't a fucking... Yeah, you can't leave... If they go unbeaten, you can't yeah. leave them out. Yeah. But I think... Do they play... Yeah, they play Notre Dame, I think, this week. Even though Notre Dame's not, you know, great this year. But yeah. you get my point. It could happen. Yeah. Uh, um, Syracuse, Pitt, UCF, Memphis, Liberty, Bama, Arkansas. LSU. That's yeah, Bama, LSU one. could be a good one. Texas, K-State. Michigan taking on the powerhouse Rutgers. Yeah. yeah, Clemson, Notre Dame in Notre Dame. So that it could be interesting. Notre Dame, yeah. like I said, they use some of their Catholic powers. Right. Utah, Wait, Arizona. Wake Forest, NC State, NC State. another ranked matchup. So not a bad not a bad weekend. Yeah. Better than the last two weeks. The last two weeks have been kind of Illinois, Illinois must be off this week. I believe so. Okay. Anyway, yeah. So, what is that? That's next week's games, right? Yeah. Yes, that is the week after's games. Just checking for scores here. Uh, uh, Atlanta's got another chance yep. for a field goal. Proving me wrong. What's how? How long? What's he? Thirty forty yarder. Kick is 41 up. Forty one yards. He got it. All right. Atlanta wins. They did not blow a lead. Congratulations. Right. Tried to. Yeah. There's, has anyone scored in the 3 o'clock window? It doesn't look like it. Uh, zero, 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 zero. No. Oh, all right. Nothing to report there then. No, there certainly is not. All right. Well, you want to hand me that back? I've got notes to read from. Do you want to get into that now? Of what? Clerks. We can get into whatever. So, yeah, we'll start with that. All right. Uh, for those of you that don't know or haven't figured it out, the uh, in our little opening montage, the, hey, you read your asshole licked by a fat man in an overcoat, comes from 
Jane Silent, Jane Bob, Silent Strike. Bob Strike Back. <laughs> I love how you're going to say it. You're like, wait, I don't know what it is. Yeah, I had to remember, had to think for a second. Yeah. Uh, Jane Silent Bob Strike Back, which, of course, in the Clerks universe, VSQ, blah, blah, blah. Clerks 3 dropped, what, two weeks ago? Three, something, something like, like that. Something like that, yeah. Uh, obviously, on a very limited basis. Um, well, actually, it was in theaters a month ago in a limited release. And now he's on, like, a tour of places yeah I, now he's taking it on a road show where afterwards he does a Q&A and everything which would be cool to go to I, I had a friend of mine down in St. Louis that got to see it that way oh and nice. it was like he literally posted on Facebook like there's how I can't how can you watch a, a movie anymore after you've watched a Kevin Smith movie with Kevin Smith so. yeah uh, but yeah clerks I've always been a big fan of, of not only him but uh, his movies most of the movies that are in that universe, yeah, some of them are corny and cheesy or whatever. But I mean, the guy Which writes. Are you speaking of? great dialogue? Huh? Which ones are you speaking of? Well, as far as being like corny and cheesy. Well, I'm just curious. well, like the like, Jane, Jane Silent Bob Strike Back and reboot. And... Yeah, Strike Back is it's still. Uh, I saw it when it's I was fan like... service. Like if you like them, you'll like them. But like if I told. Anybody else that, that didn't know who Kevin Smith was were like, oh, go see this movie. It's great. They're going to be like, you're a fucking idiot. But, yeah. Silent Bob was the, Jane Silent Bob Strike Back was the first one that actually got me into his movies. Mm-hmm. I didn't see Clerk. I didn't see Clerks until years later. Really? I think I was in a senior in high school and I'm like, oh, I've actually never seen Clerks. And you're like, are you fucking kidding me? You've seen Clerks too. You've seen all these movies. I haven't seen Clerks. So, but anyway. Um, so yeah, you're right. A lot of the references I didn't get at the time. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Uh, but yeah, it's it's kind of a guilty pleasure. I mean, it's yeah. not high art, but it's still very, very funny. Yeah, and his dialogue, like I said, even though the movies and the plots themselves are a little, for lack of better description, shaky or whatever. If, again, if you're if you're like a big cinephile, you're gonna be like, "This is fucking trash." But his he writes great dialogue, like right. That's by far and away his his strongest suit. Um, all of his other movies, not quite. You know, up to par with cinematic masterpieces of like um, Cop Out or Jersey Girl or I didn't like Tusk. I know a lot of people do like it. Yeah, um, I, I it. tried Red, Red State. No, Red State's fucking awesome. Is it? I I still haven't seen. Okay, Red State. it's it's not. If I if you didn't know it was a Kevin Smith movie, you would never guess Wouldn't it was know. A Kevin, unless you'd be like, wait, isn't that Kevin Smith's wife? That's about it. Yeah. Um, I tried to watch Yoga Hosers. Tried. I got about 15 minutes and I tapped out. I'm like, this is horrendous. I actually, while watching Clerks 3, completely forgot about the fact that uh, Harley Quinn Smith is is Jay's daughter in the universe. Yeah. Like, it didn't even dawn on me until, I think, after the fact, watching the credits or whatever, that mm. I remembered, oh, yeah, that was the whole fucking plot of, of Reboot. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I... We're both huge Kevin Smith fans, is our point. Like, watched the Q&As. Um, I bought his book. I think I let you read it. Mm-hmm. So. Um, as far as the View Askew universe movies, by far and away, the best one for everyone, I would say, not just the diehards, would be Chasing Amy. I, I Wow, I didn't expect you to say that. It was a great movie. I, I, and it's like a rom-com with some drama, but it's clearly set in this same universe, but... It it's doesn't have 
the cheesy corniness of some of the other ones, even mall rats. Like and, goofball comedy type. Right. Like, yeah. It's an actual, like a rom-com basically like a love story. And it's, it's a very good movie. Um, I was going to say, I was waiting for you to say clerks and I was going to say chasing Amy. But no. Yeah. yeah. Clerk clerks was good for what it was. It was just, I mean, it's still great. Yeah. Yeah. It, it Again, it's all set in this fucking shop. Like it's, yeah, extremely low budget. That's no secret. I think they made it for twenty seven thousand. Yeah, all on like credit card debt and yeah, the cheapest shit money could buy. But you know, it it had some amazing lines that to this day, you know, the thirty seven dicks in a row. Yeah, <laughs> and and that they even had some fan service for for Clerks three. So yeah. Um, do you want to go into spoilers for this review? I mean, the movie's not even all the way out yet. I had to buy it to watch it. I mean, it's up. I don't see why not. Nobody. Okay, we'll give a spoiler warning. How yes, about that? Yes, we're going to spoil well, well, this well, movie. Let me, let's say this first. Do you yay or nay it? L- liked it. Okay. I'm going to give, if you are not a Kevin Smith fan, you don't need this. No. You can yeah. pass on this completely. Yeah. If you love his movies, the Clerks series and these guys, yes, it's worth a watch. Yeah. I still, yeah, I would agree with that. If you are a Kevin Smith fan, you still have to watch it. Now we're going into spoilers. Yeah. Anyway. Um, and we're recording longer than Dee's thought we would, so we're listening to the outro right now, and it's really loud. Yes. And, and it's paused. So, yeah. Clerks 3. Right. And... It's simultaneously his best work and is the worst work of his career. Explain. Okay. Um, I will refer to my notes. I kept. I, I should do this every time we. I plan on watching movie review because this was very handy. Um, at one point, <laughs> I'm watching the opening credits and thinking, "Wow, Kevin really is out of ideas," because it's. The Pretty, same. Yeah. yeah. Like, kind of the same intro, except they are playing street hockey on top of the, or on top of the roof of the yeah. store. It's kind of references the movie, where it's like, man, you're still going to reference shit from 30 fucking years ago. Yeah. And, bear, well, bear in mind, Kevin Smith is a huge Star Wars guy. So it's all, like, I look at it as this is. Uh, the force awakens okay am i wrong it's like a loose remake of the movie that that got you where you are today obviously there's a lot changed but there's a lot changed but again you relive all of those like key moments from that movie that brought you in in the first place uh no i don't think that compares i do i don't even in in not so much that this it's the same scenes but all the callbacks in the scenes that they are writing, like, like shooting, yeah, the sh- and the, the thirty-seven dicks and the yeah. the milk guy and all that stuff, like it's just, yeah, um, fan service, a lot of fan service. Why do I say it's his best work and his worst work? Uh, okay, I listed the negatives that there's just so many fucking references um, to old movies. Uh, the the reason why I'd say it's his best work. I had heard before I saw this movie that a lot of people said they saw it and it made them cry, and I totally get that. 
the the scene i think i made my notes to the cemetery scene with ryan o'halloran and the rosario dawson character she is dead in this movie mm-hmm. um after they've been they, dead for a long time it, it seems like she died like during childbirth that's the way yeah. at least i told it because they don't they mention the kid but right. you never see the kid at, in ghost form you just see her so that's the way i took it um that scene's heartbreaking um the other there are moments where i'm like wow this is i'm i did not know brian o'halloran and jeff anderson were capable of this level of acting yeah no the rant when he comes back drunk in the scene Mm -hmm. and just you know did you ever stop to think that i wanted to fucking relive this like Yeah. yeah like that that was pretty powerful yeah yeah um so those are the pluses. And he does take some chances I didn't expect. Like, we're in spoilers. He fucking kills Dante. Yeah. I did not see that coming at all, especially because, you know, he loves rehashing stuff. I figured he'd want to bring Dante back. But I think, and again, this isn't a spoiler because it's the whole basis of the trailer. Uh, Randall has a massive heart attack early in the movie. And this causes him to have an epiphany of I've never done shit with my life. And I believe it's Dante makes a joke about a movie. And he's like, oh, well, that's it. I'm going to make a movie. So basically what it is, is it's a combination of the two key events that have happened that changed the course of Kevin Smith's life. Yeah. You have the making of the movie Mm -hmm. of just working in this fucking convenience store and, uh, you know, basically doing nothing and fucking off for years and the fact that Kevin Smith had a fucking widow maker heart attack to the point where he was going to die if he didn't change his lifestyle. Hence instead of fat silent Bob, we now have skinny silent Bob because he went on this major vegan health kick and now Kevin Smith weighs about 160 pounds. Yeah. Um, So it was a marriage of those two key elements in his life. Did he have to have the same type of heart attack? Well, that I mean, he had that's in a real life. Pretty. That's a common. That that's the widowmaker. Cool. Did the conversation have to go exactly the same as it did in real life? Like, oh, you're a comic book guy. So, like, he literally took what his actual doctor said and wrote it into the movie. I'm like, and again, if like you said, this movie is for us specifically hardcore. But let me Smith. remind you, Clerks is exactly his life. Clerk, the Clerks one and now Clerks three, you can kind of throw out the others because they were just written for comedy or whatever. Mm. But Clerks one and Clerks three are in a, in a roundabout way Kevin Smith's tribute to Kevin Smith. It's his life, like yeah, he the beginning of his life, which was Clerks and what brought him to where he is. To now he has wrote that into Clerks three to to show where he is now. It's I get it. I mean, I see where what your point yeah. is, but at the same time, you got to keep in mind that this is, it's like you sitting down and writing your life story. You're not leaving out those important details. You can change some stuff. True, but, I, but God, to be fair, I mean, that's, that is the heart attack. If a heart attack kills somebody, it isn't a different kind of, it's this one. Like the, this is the one that that's why they call it the widow maker. And, I mean, my dad was literally minutes away from having one that they ended up going and putting a stand mm. in. 
you know, and like I did not know that. Yeah, that's when that main artery when it goes and you have that heart attack, there's a reason that the percentages is so high of, of dying from that heart attack because right. if, if most of the time if you don't catch it before it actually happens, you, you don't have enough time. So there's that. But I, I do, to a degree, get the point that you're making, but I also see where he was coming from in writing it the way that he did. Hmm. So. Um, so, yeah, there's that. Um, it, I, I'm so conflicted about this movie. Like, after I watched it, Voodoo was like, hey, rate the movie. I'm like, I'm going to give it a three <laughs> out of five. Oh, okay. Cause Fair. I, I loved half of it. I really... I, this movie didn't make me laugh at all. No, it didn't have a whole lot. I mean, it had a couple of things. They tried, too. Yeah. They're, they, they tried. I'm like, this is not fucking funny, man. Like, the Elias character, I... I'm, I was just going to say, way too much Elias. He's the worst part of this movie by a country fucking mile. Yeah, I agree 100%. Yeah, like uh, Randall comes back. He was good in Clerks 2 as, you know, the the side comic relief, basically right. punching bag of Randall. And in this one, yeah, way too much Elias. Yeah. Not enough Jay and Silent Bob. None of their shit worked for me either. Agreed. I, but Like the giant blunt. So, oh, we need more weed. I'm like, all right. Yeah, he not. went too over the top with those guys, in my opinion. Yeah. And it, and it, again, I agree. None of them hit the way, like, you know, I liked them much better when they were just two stoner dudes. And, and now, like, he's made almost cartoon versions of them. And into real life, and yeah, I agree that yeah. they didn't hit very well. Um, I did again like some of the callbacks, like Veronica showing up. You know, uh, that was another thing in my notes too. I didn't see that scene ending the way it did. I'm not not talking about the sex. The when she, you know, because they write the screenplay and they ask her to play it, and you know, there's the 37 dicks reference, and it's like I have a f- unlike you guys, I have a family and. She realized what the fuck she just said yeah. to Dante, who, yeah. Lost his wife and unborn child. Yeah. yeah. And again, she kills it, too. Yeah. And that, no, that, she, that she little moment. Well. I'm like, holy fuck. I don't know if Kevin Smith just learned how to direct actors finally yeah. or what, but. I did like the, the auditions. All the, the guys, like, that have been a part of. It was, it was just a fan service. I know, but with a movie with so much of that. I'm like, okay, well, and you also see it in the trailer. I'm Affleck like, was great though when he did his thing. I, that, Affleck that, gets a pass. Yes, you can put at yes. Yeah, I didn't like Lemon Face. Ooh, Tiger Face. Ah, uh, again, that's another reference to something else you did. Like, do you can't? What was come that up, a reference to? Giant Son Bob Strike Back when they're on the movie set for oh, Bill right. Hunting uh, Two. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. him and yeah. Damon do that. Yeah, but. yeah, yeah. I was surprised he wasn't in it. Who? Damon. Oh, I don't know. I'm, Schedules or whatever. Yeah. But, although I guess he was in the reboot, wasn't he? Yeah, yeah. he was. Yeah. yeah. He gives anyway. But it's like, okay, I know Melissa Benoist is going to show up. I know Justin Long's going to show up. Although he didn't show up on auditions. Who's he was Melissa the, Benoist? Uh, Supergirl. What did she do? She auditioned. She was as a classically trained actor. She was the female. I didn't even catch that. And and to be fair, I 
I mean, I haven't watched any Supergirl, but I've seen her a lot in The Flash and some of their mm. crossovers. I didn't even... I think her hair's different. Yeah. I think she dyed her hair darker. I it, that, it completely slipped by me. I did not realize that that was Supergirl. Yeah. yeah. She's now in the group of has to be in anything Kevin Smith does now, so... Yeah. Um, Fred Armisen. The guy, all the guys from Impractical Jokers. Mm. The sailboat guy from Mall Rats, although the much skinnier version now that he's lost all that weight, too. Not really skinnier, but fucking jacked completely jacked version, <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, his mom, of course. Why not? Um, so, yeah, that was another... Didn't make me laugh at all. That was another issue I had with it. Um I, I like I said to that I would give it credit for hey I didn't know Dante was going to die. Yeah, that's and we were talking about that before the games. I had a feeling one of them was going to die. And I mean gun to my head, I was leaning towards Jeff Anderson mm-hmm. for the simple fact that he has been the one that they have struggled to get to come back. Yeah. For both two and three, it was like he, because he's not a career actor. Mm. And he fucking might be after this movie, he, though. He fought it like every time to finally caved and did it. So I thought, okay, maybe that was his deal. It was like, all right, you're fucking killing me in this movie because yeah. I'm not doing Clerks 4. But yeah, instead they do the schwerp. But then that was going into the movie. Then. Obviously, the very beginning, when he has his heart attack, the doctor makes it a point to point out to Dante that, hey, you know, you're not so healthy either. Your your cholesterol is kind of high, blah, blah, blah. You need to, you know, eat a salad, I think is his exact words or whatever. And at that point, I thought, he's going to die. He's going to have I was kinda, die. I was kind of surprised I didn't see that one coming because, yeah. And then we have all of the drama comes up and... Uh, obviously Dante is going through some shit with the dead wife and he asks his ex from clerks Two for what? twenty thousand, twenty five thousand dollars to fund the movie, which was Kevin Smith's wife, real life wife. Yeah. Um, and then gets, gets drunk and comes back and just goes on an epic rant, which like I said, was, was for me the scene of the movie. Like, I would agree. Yeah. You know, cause Randall is, Becomes kind of an asshole trying to get this movie done and wants it done certain ways, blah, blah, blah. Meanwhile, like Dante says in the movie, like, did you ever stop and think that, you know, I didn't want to relive all the bad things that have happened during my life? And he's screaming and you could I could see it coming like he's red and sweaty. I was like, he's going to have a fucking heart attack and sure shit right there in the, the old store has a massive heart attack and then has a dream sequence again with Rosario and never comes back. Yeah. And credits. Yeah. <laughs> and it was tough watching watching Randall, you know, see I, that. That was the other thing, too. I didn't... After Dante has the heart attack, they take him to the hospital, and Randall's like, okay, I'm going to go. And Elias is like, where are you going? He's like, I'm going to go finish my movie. It's like, he just had a heart attack. It's like, yeah, I just had a heart... I had a heart attack, too. You know, I survived. And like, yeah, he's, I, he's I don't be fine. See, I don't see Jeff... Or Jeff, the Randall character, just doing that. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I, I have an issue. Yeah, I didn't like that either. But he goes home, recuts the movie, goes into Dante's room and shows it to him, and it's it's literally Clerks, yeah. not a recreation. Yeah. It is the footage from Clerks, which also brings up a massive issue. 
They already established in reboot Kevin Smith exists in this universe. So how, who made like did did clerks just not exist? Did he start with mall rats? Yeah, well, see, I they, guess. Yeah, they don't expect dickheads like you to be out there to point out a. Who's this movie for again? It's for hardcore <laughs> Kevin Smith fans, which True. would obviously think yeah, of that. I, but. I, I didn't. I, it, it completely slipped my mind. And they look 30 years younger. Like, why wouldn't you just shoot footage, re, re, recreate re-shoot the scenes? The, yeah. I don't know why you wouldn't just do that. Again, fan service, pay homage like you're supposed to. But doesn't make any fucking sense. You have the same effect to just reshoot the scenes in black and white. I don't know. Maybe you're supposed to like do what you normally do in a movie and use your imagination and realize that, yes, while it is actual footage of clerks, that it was what they shot and is just he cut it up in a different way mm. and everybody looks better on screen. I don't know. Yeah. So. I get your point, but it was a good scene. All right. Um, so I think we talked about this a couple weeks ago, like being – me kind of giving up on Kevin Smith, the filmmaker. This does kind of give me more hope. I want to see something. Well, I guess he's made movies outside of the viewers universe, but, but still let's distance ourselves from that. They get, cause it seems like, especially now, whenever he's in that world, it's make every reference to old movies or podcasts too. Hmm. Like like the audition scene. One of the pr- pr- people he auditions is Ralph Garman. It's yeah. like, oh, do it as Pacino. Oh, now do it as this. Like, it's because those are famous impressions from Hollywood Babylon. Like, I, so. Yeah. It was basically a career summary when it boils down to it. Like, Yeah. And, and also sort of a, hey, what would have happened if I never made Clerks and I was still at this convenience store? It's like, oh, I'd probably, you know, since it, in real life, it made me have a turnaround about my health. It might make me want to make a movie. Like right. I get that, but yeah. Yeah. Not perfect. But again, like we said at the very beginning, if you are a like true Kevin Smith fan and more so the universe, the USQ universe, it's worth a watch. Yeah. If you're not, there's nothing for you. Yeah. You, a, you wouldn't catch many, many of the references and you know, it's just, Although those references might actually be fresh to you, so true, you actually true. some place might get more out of it. But um, I also didn't. I think we talked about this earlier too. When Rosario Dawson's dead, and she goes, she tells Dante, "It's like you've you knew me for like fifteen minutes, and you've mourned me for fifteen years. Like you have to move on." That that was another reason why I didn't think, you know, Dante dying was something that. Com- was completely out of left field because I thought that was going to be his arc mm. was, oh, okay, Randall had the heart attack and that's the thing that helps him grow. Dante having that conversation will be the thing that helps him grow. Like maybe he, like the, Veronica, even during their scene, mentions that she has an ex. Well, maybe he gets back with Veronica because he's more mature now. I, yeah. Bangs her in the car. Even He does bang her in the car, but yeah. Yeah, yeah that was a... Uh... It was out of left field. But yeah. Again, I liked it, but I'm a fan, so there's that. I'm a fan, too, and I'm kind of conflicted. Yeah, I didn't think it was great by any means, but no, I know it was mean. satisfactory. Like, okay, it's, you know, it's a decent way to close everything out. You know, he did it his way, whatever. Another big problem. 
after Dante dies and Randall's like just tells Elias like, oh, well, come on this side of the counter now. I already told you you'd be replacing Mr. Dante once he left. And then camera pulls back like it did in Clerks 1 and Clerks 2. And then it's over. It's like, so that's it. Randall's just still working in at a convenience store now. Like, that's not... Like, I, th- the movie ended, and I'm like, as the camera's pulling back, I'm like, wait a minute, what? This is the ending? Did you... You didn't watch the credits, did you? I did not, no. As the credits start rolling, it, it might be 20, 30 seconds in. Uh-huh. Kevin Smith does a voiceover. Okay. And basically says, you know, hey, thanks for watching my movie, making me blah, blah, blah. Uh, I just wanted to let you guys know that there was actually more to this. Like there was going to be a words, mm-hmm. basically, like summarizing or whatever. And he's like, you know, I, I took it out of the movie, but I felt inclined to tell you guys that, like, it. I'll read it. And it basically said, Randall continued making movies and work while working at the quick stop well into his 90s and blah, blah, blah. And he goes on to thank the fans and they're the reason. Mm. So, yeah, it, oh. he kind of drops what, you know. Oh, okay. Even though it's still... That'd make a lot of sense, but yeah, it's like Randall went on, he kept making movies and still ran the the store or whatever, mm. blah, blah, blah. And basically, it's just a big, long thank you to all the fans for okay. keeping him going all these years. All right, so. I I only saw it by, like, I just was too lazy to turn it off. I think I was watching yeah. something on there, and all of a sudden I heard kind of hurt me, Kevin, so I took it off. Kevin's voice, so. Huh. So, yeah. Um. So I guess that means that character's retired. At least I would assume so. I mean, I would. Uh, I got to think that that's the end yeah. of the whole universe. Like, yeah, you know, Jay, like I said, Jay and Silent Bob are. They pretty much killed that with the. He's a father, and they're old now. Like they're just not up to the kind of shenanigans that they. I mean, they're still dealing in front of a store, even though they own the fucking <laughs> they own store. The store, yeah. This is the way we did it back in the nineties, bitch. Yeah, <clears throat> but yeah, I, I can't imagine them doing anything else in that universe. Yeah. Just my thoughts. Good run, I think. Yeah, it's, I mean, like I said, none of them are cinematic masterpieces, but if you're a fan, most of them are at least mildly entertaining. I would consider Chasing Amy and Clerks. Yeah, both. Yeah, those are both great. Yeah. The rest of them, again, fan service, some jokes, yeah. mostly over-the-top Hollywood humor shit, but right. uh, almost poking fun at Hollywood and like strike back and even reboot for that yeah. matter. So, um, moving on. Uh, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 dropped. Yeah. Have you played it? Is that why you're asking? Or hmm? you were just asking me? I, I No, I'm just asking you. Oh. Uh, campaign's fucking great. I mean, it's yeah. one thing I'll say about it, maybe not so much like advanced and infinite, but um, Infinity Ward does a really good job with the campaigns. The, again, it's a mild reboot of Modern Warfare Two, the first one. Yeah, including like the spoiler alert, uh, General Shepard turning. Although thankfully he doesn't fucking smoke a couple of the characters that we loved at the end. Yeah. Um, and oh, so it doesn't have as much emotional impact and isn't as good. It's still pretty good, okay. but yeah. Um, 
And there is a cool little callback at the end that basically says there's going to be a Modern Warfare 3. Mm. Makarov is back. Wow. Will be back anyway. Just kind of like they teased Ghost and Soap at the end of Modern Warfare 1. Right. Um, but yeah, the campaign's great. And so far, just after a few days of playing it, uh, multiplayer is very good. It's not without its problems and bugs and nits to pick, but by and large for a Call of Duty game, it's it's good. I like it. You know, I, I hope they do some tuning with the guns and whatnot. Seems like some of them... Uh, Call of Duty has never been like super hard when it comes to shooting right like recoil and things like that yeah because yes the guns have recoil and that would be like realistic but at the end of the day it's a video game and if you want people to have fun you can't make all the guns super hard to handle they're not like super hard but i personally feel they're a little harder than in years past that being said a couple of tune tuning things can right. fix all that it's a fun game. The maps are good. Um, looking forward to here in two, three weeks. Three weeks, I believe, when uh, Warzone 2 drops. And then we'll start seeing more and more content. But overall, if you're a fan of the, of the series, it's a must. It's Yeah. I really like the campaign in the first one. I, I think I... Talking about 2019? 2019, yeah. Yeah, yeah it's, it's awesome. Right. And like I said, I loved at the end when they're like, yeah, got a couple of guys in mind and he shows the file folders of Soap and Ghost. And uh, the story, obviously Price is in it, but it focuses more on Ghost and Soap and their story. And uh, there's a couple of new mechanics like crafting that come into play. Uh, for example, at one point you almost get captured and killed and you're wounded, and so you're, like, sneaking through this town trying to avoid all the guys trying to kill you, and you have to go around and basically scavenge items and create shit to, like, a pry bar and whatnot mm. to gather supplies just so you can survive <clears throat> and get back to Ghost, and there's, like, two missions similar to that. Mm. <clears throat> Very new to the Call of Duty world, but it was cool. Yeah. Like, it, it's kind of brought a sense of realism, like, holy shit, I'd... I lost my equipment and now I have to survive. So I'm just going to make a fucking knife out of this shard of glass and stab this guy in the face mm. and take his gun. And so, yeah, it's, nice. it's really cool. Um, I liked it. Um, Two thumbs up. Yeah. So. Uh, think we're done? Yeah, I'd say so. We, what, what What are we at right now? Uh, buck, About, buck 30? Yeah, I think we're good. So, all right. Well, that's going to wrap it up um, next week. I know we don't have a game, but... Um. Yeah. Probably. I don't know what. Hopefully, we have some really good we'll, news. We'll to talk do about. tentative plans, I guess. Yeah. Just because I mean, if we, there's nothing to talk about, then there's not really. Well, yeah, we got show. still a lot of college football and football yeah. and things of that nature. So, all right. all right. Well, that will wrap it up. Thanks for listening, and we will see you either in a week or maybe two. We'll see. Uh, I am D's. He is Dylan. Bye bye. See ya. Ooh. Mm-hmm.